And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester at midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Louth are in front. And here it is. Now the All-Ireland champions for the third time. It's three losses out of three. And it's the Laird Offley Talking Points Podcast. So once again, thanks very much for joining me on the podcast. It's um, harrowing listening at the moment. Things are just not going well on the field. We're so close and yet so far away in other, in other aspects. Um, we went down to a three-point loss, 213 to 2.10 loss to Offaly today, and it was really, really tough. Uh, so it was the starting team. There was one change in the Tipperary game. Niall Sharkin came in for his league debut um, instead of Fergal Donahue. That's only changed to the full back line. Craig Lynch was in goals. Right full. Um, actually, um, Niall Sharkin played full back. Right full was um, Dan Cork and left full was Dermot Campbell. Right half was Owen, Car- Owen Callaghan. Uh, Centre half was Emma Carlin. And left half was John Clutterbuck. In the middle of the field, twin towers of Tommy Dornan and... Be- uh, James Calliff Bevan Duffy was on the 40 Liam Jackson on the right wing and the left wing Paul Mattis Kieran Denny was floating around the field leaving the two men inside which was Samuel Roy and Connor Grimes so that's the way the team started that's the way they lined out we uh, <coughs> we played again the wind in the first half and I it was horrendously bad uh, I actually thought when Craig Lynch was kicking the ball out, he was going to whip back and core back over his own crossbar. So hard to get out. And on top of that, it was a sleet of, of rain. Um, penning us in. It just looked really desperate from, from early on. And in fairness, awfully punished us. They seized their opportunity and they went into a 3 0 lead. Uh, Conor McNamee in the midfield, all long range. Owen Carroll got the first of his three points in the first half. And Panda Baron and Allen made it 3 0. And it got worse after that. Um, we went up the field and I think it was. John Clotter got torn over and ran into the tackle and they went in the counter attack. Um, and Alan found uh, he sidestepped. Uh, we didn't. He, no, he didn't sidestep. He just kind of got on the end of the break and uh, he palmed the ball across Anton Sullivan to palm into the net. And then that was in the seven minutes, I think. And then four minutes later, another counter attack. I think Bevan Duffy played a cross field pass. It was intercepted. They came up the field. Their corner back was excellent. Doyle. He came up the field and uh, he set up Rory, Rory McNamee. The game's probably mostly standing forward to uh, 
the berry to the net and that was 2-3 to no score Alan had another another one after that and we went up the field and it was still 2-4 to no score um, the wind kind of the rain kind of settled the sun came out would you believe and we had a goal chance Sean Clutterbuck forced uh, Paddy Dunnigan in the awfully goal he made a hell of a save palmed it onto the crossbar and he kind of felt might as well go for goal he could have took the point but then we settled and Liam Jackson got a point he deserved in the 18 minute to open our first score he played very well Jackson really good performance from him and uh, he buoyed by the point I'd say Bevan Duffy picked up a point before he was taken off um, for Colin McKeever Carroll had another point Rory McNamee had another point to make it 2-6-2 two, two. and then Conor Grimes lashed over the bar to make it 2-6-3 before Owen Carroll made it 2-7-3 at half time you kind of felt 10 points with the wind was, it was never going to be as bad they're already settled in the game we probably stressed it too much and it turned out it probably was that that, that was the killer Um and especially when they went in to 12, they were 10 points up at half time they went into a 12 point lead with Niall Darby marauded forward to kick over the point and McNamee got another point to make it 293 points and you thought oh god here we go um, but then Samuel Wright forces uh, the goalie into another save um, but then Conor Early raced through the fire of a point um, Mulroy buries the net after playing a good one to a Paul Mattis kid, lovely in a massive body, worked it very well between them, he rifled it to the net. Shane Horn, very classy player, Kilmacud player, but eligible for Offaly, um, got a point to give them a bit of rest by 210 to 1 4 at this stage. But in in the midst of all this, Decky Bourne came on for uh, Niall Sharkey. They were playing with a man back. Sharkey was a sweeper, but he was kind of made redundant. So they brought on an extra forward, and that was Decky Bourne. And Decky lashed over three points in a row. Very accurate, deadly accurate from distance, Decky. Good, really good football striker. And uh, kicked three points, good, guided the win to perfection. Made it uh, two, two, uh, 10-1-7, a six-point game. Panned Allen goes back up the field and gets a score to relieve them a little bit. Two eleven to one seven, but we, but we nail off the next three points. Um, Sam gets a free. Carroll gets a point. Comes up the field, splits the post, uh, and with a really narrow angle score. Then Decky gets the fourth, roaring. He, he knew it was over before the crowd. Before the crowd, the crowd are whipped into a frenzy. They're really getting behind him. Next thing, um, a massive booming ball, but a really good ball. Emmett Carlin knew he had the win behind him, played a long ball beyond, I'd say on his own 50. It hopped into uh, Decky, did very well to hold on to the ball. Plays it across, just when you think the chance is gone and the shot for himself is gone, he plays it across low, across the front of the goal mount to draw the United end for Conor Grimes to pick up and, and he pokes it into the net. That made it a one-point game, but we just couldn't get on the ball after that. We tried and we tried. It broke to them, it palmed to them, it flicked out to them. It just did everything but come to us. And uh, McNamee won a free to make it 2-12 to 2-10. And then he got another score. So in fairness, there was a really, really good score. Uh, to make it 2 13 to 2 10, three point game, just stretched to beyond us. They were probably a little bit exhausted. We tried so hard, the work rate went through the roof. We just couldn't get there and uh, kind of lost the head in that. In that, in that kind of, there was a free uh, which took ages to take around the middle of the field, and there was a load of kind of tension in, in around the, the square. Sam Mulroy got a red card, but we, we'd hear from Wayne that it's going to be a process of appeal. He didn't think there was anything in it. 
Uh, it wasn't a striking incident, he said, so I don't know what he did. I didn't see it. And Tommy Dorn picked up a second yellow after that. <clears throat> but uh, So Tommy would be all right for the trip to Derry. But there was such good play in that second half. We worked really good goal chances. Um, he had Bournes to come back in the next day himself in case he were doing warm-up uh, fitness kind of test before the game. So he'll be ready to come in the next day. Um, against Derry the big trip away to Derry next Sunday um, so that'll be a tough it'll be a tough one to kind of to lift the squad for because it's a t- uh, very tough team Derry like solid also side um, but the fact that we lost another loss and we're rooted to the bottom of the table Leitrim have one point you have Tipperary Offley and well, someone else is a down or all on three points. Just we're a little bit away, and um, Longford have five, so we're a little bit out of touch. And we have the likes of Table Toppers down and Cork to play. I know we still have Leitrim, we'd be looking to beat, beat Leitrim, but really, Derry is our last chance saloon um, this Sunday. There's plenty to work on, like, there's loads, there's loads there to build on as well. We played some really good football. We pressed and we pressed, but we just couldn't get over the edge um, and were severely punished for the mistakes that we made in the attack. And then, like, just didn't get a bit of luck. Like, the the weather was really worse for us. Decky Bourne alludes to that as well. we hear from Decky now shortly. And, yeah, it just wasn't allowed to stay. Um, they tried hard. They're a good, young, hard-working team that's in transition and they're still trying to find their feet, but time is running out fast. And... Uh, yeah, so we'll hear from Decky now, who talks about his own performance, how he ignited the, the thing, uh, how they played in patches, and um, then after that we'll hear from Wayne, who I joined Wayne, he's just after ta- answering Park Lodge, who talks about the conditions, and um, why, why football is played this time of year, uh, most important competition, and we're playing in... In horrible conditions, horrible underfoot, and horrible weather, and it was the fact it was refixed as well. You know, it still had a bearing on it. The weather still had its uh, impact on the game. But that's the uh, yeah, that's the synopsis, and uh, we'd hear from Decky first, and then Loud Manager Wayne Cairns after that. Declan, uh, I suppose after getting it down to a point with a few minutes left, you obviously thought at that stage the game was there for you, just didn't unfortunately happen in the end. Yeah, I think we, we probably we squeezed the ball, we squeezed the kickouts and started to panic a wee bit, so they did. And uh, ultimately it probably came to a few few wee breaks of the ball here and there. And I felt like when we got to, got to that point, I thought the goalkeeper come out and overcarry the ball, to tell you the truth. And uh, the game seemed to turn on that, they couldn't feel got a score. And, I just devastated after that because we, you can't you can't play for, for 30 minutes and expect to win football matches. That's, that's just simple as. Of course, you gave them that big head start in the first half. It was always going to be an uphill task, even though you did get it down to that one point situation. Oh, listen, the first half you could see. I, 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 I thought the conditions were even worse in the first half. It seemed to be just blowing an absolute hooli. We couldn't get up the field, and any mistake we seemed to make, we seemed to be punished for it. Um, we could two, two sloppy goals, but it was always going to be a story of two halves. And, the second half we could walk away back in I think they got the, they get the opening score the opening two in the, in the second half but um, 
we, we started squeezing the ball, our work rate went up and in fairness the crowd started getting into it as well and you know it's, it's, it's extremely disappointing, it just seemed to break an awfully way, even when we were getting twos and threes around the ball, they seemed to be able to pop it out and just found an awful man and that's what ultimately comes down to really like you know in this division anyway. Slowly but surely you got closer and closer, obviously your points you got three in a row and then you chipped in with another one and of course then the goal arrived uh, which you set up for Conor Grimes. Yeah, well, listen, this, that's what you're there to do. Like, you know, it, it was the time to make an impact. Was, we played again long for and it wasn't good enough, simple as. Um, but, listen, the boys put a huge effort in the second half, but ultimately we've no points at the end of the day and it's it's extremely frustrating because we feel like we could easily be sitting on, on maybe two or three points at this stage considering some of the maybe the, the, the 35, 40 minute performances. But it's not 70 minutes and it's not good enough at this level and you're not going to pick up points. Awfully, they were clever enough in the last few minutes. They sort of slowed it down a bit and then of course there were a few red cards and a few yellow cards as well. Yeah, it got, it got scrappy, but you listen, you can see the state of the field out there. It's, it's nearly impossible to stay on your feet, but um, that's always going to happen in a, in a close game. And we knew we were in a dogfight and we needed to win today, and ultimately we didn't get it. And they were a good side. I, I don't have many points to have now at this stage. I think it's three, is it? But they're, they're going reasonably well. Um, so, um, listen, we have to pick ourselves up and go again next week. In the overall scheme of things, you're bottom of the table. I suppose the bookies now, you'll be favourites for, for the drop. No getting away, I suppose, from that. But there's still four games and still a lot of points to play for. Absolutely, uh, Colm, and you can see how, how tight the games are. Like We were, we were terrible in Longford, we lost with three points. We, we were good in parts against Tipperary and, and, and felt like we came out the wrong side of it. And, and today again, we only, we only played for 25, 30 minutes. As I said, I keep harping back, if you don't play for 70 minutes here, you have no right to win games. That's just the way it is. And it's a tight division, there's teams going to take points off one another. We'd, we'd be confident if we, if we can perform for 70 minutes, we can beat any of them. It's a case though, you have to keep your heads off, you have to try and remain positive. Absolutely, listen, we have, we have a young group, average age in there is, I don't know, 22, 23, it's a steep learning curve and we'll be going to Derry next week and we'll hopefully get the morale back up during the week and go looking for two points. Thanks, Declan. No worries. Thanks, Declan. We played awfully last year in Tullamore in similar conditions and we just edged it. So, um, it's, yeah, it's something I agree with you, it's something that has to be locked up, but it's an issue for another day, I think. No bother. Well, exactly, it's difficult. Like We had a lot of work done on our kickouts, and I thought our kickouts were good against the wind, and we would have retained an awful lot of them. But it was basically two mistakes um, up the field, up in the flipping attacking area that um, they bounced up the field and scored two goals. So that was disappointing. Um, you know, you go in. I think they had was it two six that had a half time. You go in even one six instead of two six, and you know, you seven point lead. We we would have end up winning the game. So well drawn at least. So um, yeah, uh, I, I didn't think. The fact that we played against the wind in the first half was the issue. It was just some of the mistakes we made. Level, you might get away with it club level for example but um, it is an issue there's no doubt about it we, we spoke about the stats that are many possessions we lost in the temporary game so unfortunately today there was probably a couple as well that we give away and you're just handing the opposition you know easy easy scores and then 
like when we did come out in the start of the second half, we uh, we missed three chances. You know, we missed three, we missed an easy three, we missed two points from play, and that obviously would have given us the momentum of that earlier in the half because we kept saying at half time we 40 minutes to, to turn this round, and like, as I said, we got back to a point um, with some good play, good considered play, some well worked goals, and then we made bad decisions again. So I suppose it's, it's that composure award again. Yeah, yourself looking out at the 12 points down, I know we'll come back to a point. Not in those positions because, you know, I seen it from last year, like when we were down against Offaly as well, and we turned it around. I think we were eight down at half time. So yeah, twelve is a lot. It's not a position you want to be in, of course. But uh, no, I didn't think all it needed was the goals, and like we got two. We we very unlucky not to get another one. One was cleared off the line. The keeper made uh, some brilliant saves. So um, it's always torn. It's always able to be turned around. Like, but. We just didn't do when we got back to a point um is a disappointing thing. The work to get back to a point was excellent. But when we go back to a point then there's a lack of of just bad decisions made. Cut a drift win, unfortunately, that's the harsh reality of it now. What's four games? Is there a, a tally that necessarily needs to be reached in order to avoid relegation? Well, you know, we've only uh only three played so it's it's look we have to get two points off the on the board next um, weekend. Um, I always talk about performance. We need a performance against Derry, and we need to get two points on the board. Um, you know we're not talking promotion or relegation. It's it's a difficult position. There's no doubt about it. No getting away from that. We put ourselves in a difficult position, but um, it's all about recovering and getting two points next week. Now um, you spoke about must win games before. I think next week is a must win game. Said to them there at the end, I says, Look, we just need to put the 70 minutes to get up. There was good parts of our play against Tipperary, um, and we finished poorly. And again, as you said, we, you know, we started poorly today and finished relatively okay. Not, not, I wouldn't say strongly, but it's just getting it all together, just getting those individual mistakes out. Um, and that, you know, that that's difficult because it comes into the mentality of the players and the confidence of the players. So I said to them in the dress, look, we're not, we won't be going, um, we won't be shouting or screaming at anybody, we're sticking together, um, we can improve, we will improve, there's no point in hiding now, as he said, we're in a difficult position, but we just have to recover and make sure we try and put put it all together for Derry. When at last, Fair play to me, tried to explain to me after the game what it was for, but it was certainly wasn't for a striking offence. So it's something we might look at on the video. There, there is a process of appeal. Well, if we video evidence, there will be. Total different proposition, yeah. Yeah, it's a total <laughs> different proposition. So um, <laughs> we've a lot of work done on that, um, and. 
you know, it's something look, going to have to show a lot of composure next week and when the pressure will really be on. So it's really going to test their mentality as well as everything else. But the boys, they're, they're, they're good lads. They always relax. Like we had problems in temporary game and we, I thought we fixed them today. We just said never did new problems today. So you can't argue with the work to do. Though. They're very good and they're very reactive and getting stuff done well. It's just as I keep saying, you just have to try and put it all together. Yeah, you can hear Wayne there, he's bullish. He um it must be so frustrating for him. Um the loud are just not they're making the same mistakes, they're not they're not well they're not making the same mistakes, but they're just not managing the game. Um they are making the same mistakes in terms of turning over possession. Um and we're having to deal with the suffering consequences from it. But um yeah, it's just not happening for Wayne. He's just not getting that luck that he probably deserves. Uh, I feel anyway. Um, they're hard working, hard working crew. Um, it's just you can hear it in his voice, um, and he, he he explained there the the Sam Mulroy incident as well. So hopefully Sam should be okay this week. Um, we have options then going forward. Um, what else do Wayne say? Yeah, he alluded to sorry. Yeah, he alluded to the second goal as well, and I felt that at the time as well that it was nearly game over at that stage. It was just so hard. It's going to be so hard to to bridge that gap or sustain enough pressure. But we did sustain that pressure, but um, we only got it down to a one point game. We probably exhausted ourselves um, in doing so. Uh, although there was five minutes left, and when that goal in the sixty fifth minute, when Connor got that goal. And then there was actually five plus additional minutes. So five and whatever, it probably nearly was seven minutes. So 12 minutes and we couldn't just manage it. Wayne speaks about composure and it was awfully to show that composure, that bit of resilience. They just dug in and had McNamee then. They, they got the ball to McNamee to uh, weather the storm for them, to get to get them over the line. Um, yeah, so that's it. Let's Let's talk talking points. Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Yeah, Kapari, yeah! Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Yeah, Kapari, yeah! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Holy moly! Supposed to number one and one would the first one would be the R word relegation. Actually, no, we won't we won't go to that yet. We start off with a positive, and it was the crowd really got behind Larry. Decky says that in his in his uh, chat there with myself and Colin. He, uh, he he sensed it on the field. He could sense it in the stand as well. The the the, the supporters really got behind them, and it was probably the first time this year. That uh, they really got off their seats when Conor Grimes buried that goal, made it a one-point game, and I suppose the supporters were only really reacting to what they could see in front of them, and what they could see, what I could see was a really hard-working team. They hounded awfully, hunted in packs and in trees and twos and and fours and pressed the ball and worked hard and. Just showed that they really cared and they're really working hard. Like I know they got flack during the week in the county board meeting, but these are lads that are giving up their own time and effort to represent the county, 
and they put the heart in their sleeve and they showed it. I know it was, the game was probably beyond them when they went and played with the band, and, but they still played with the band and showed character to get back into the game. And I know they got it down to a point and they still lost, but they still deserve some sort of credit for that. It was um, it was great to see and it was great when Grimes got that goal. I thought, yes, we're going to come back and win this game. However, never uh, awfully showed that little bit of quality. Um, uh, to to get to get the win, but the talking point would have to be that sheer moment of elation when we got when we got the goal and we got right into it, right into it. So second second um, talking point would be yes, the R word relegation. It's really staring us in the face, isn't it? Division four is really, really, really looking very close. Um, uh, but I'd try and put a bit of a slant on it. We um, we go to Derry. We shouldn't really fear Derry. They're um, they're not the team to wear. I've seen them play Monaghan and Skeen early on in the year, and they're they're beatable. They always leave you in it. They're nice and they, they leave it nice and tight. The way they play with so many men behind the ball. And um, we have the likes of Bournemouth to come in. Decky can come in. Sam Mulroy should be back. We have a load of forwards. Kieran Downey. Um, Connor Grimes will be had notched over one one as well. So that'll he'll be he'll be boosted. Conal McKeever come into the side and been very well off the bench. Um, although it does look like James Calliff um, picked up a big injury. But then Connor Early came on and kicked the point and looked very energetic. He got a nice few turnovers as well in tackle. And ordinarily we're settled at the back. I know Niall Sharkey came in. We're settled at the back, but we look like we're in a bit of transition, I suppose. Actually, no, I'll, I'll make that um, one of the talking points. We're a team in transition uh, in terms of youth and the way that we're figuring each other out, who's the leader on the team as well, and with that bulk of experience gone in the off-season. So that's my third point. We're a team in transition. And I'll go back to the second talking point. Relegation really is there. It really is a, a scary toss. And one that's very close to happening. Um, we should beat Leitrim. I don't know if I say that. We uh, You never know what happens against Cork in Parky Keeve. It's a game for nothing. Maybe a sense of achievement or... Uh, just playing a nice pitch with no pressure. We might go out and... Just shock them. They might be qualified at that stage as well. And speaking of qualified, Darren could be qualified in the last game in Drogheda as well. And they might give up the ghost and we might just pick up... That could be six points and that could get us over the line and we still have Derry who we could beat as well. We could get six points out of, out of a possible eight. We really could. I know it's very, very, very uh, optimistic thinking. But we could. And I'm, that's why I'm here. That's what I'm here for. Um... I suppose that's it. That's the that's the the, the, the talking points. Um, one is uh, Conor Grimes' goal to get loud uh, up and running. And then the uh, relegation, the R word, <coughs> and then the third one would be yeah, we're a team in transition, and that's just the fact. Um, like I said earlier, time is running there fast on us, but we're still a team in transition that's working hard and trying to do the very best for the county. Uh, speaking of doing very best for the county, the loud horlers were snatched, were, uh, were were so close to victory as well. They they had victory snatched from them from uh, Danny Cullen goal um, for Donegal, who won two nine to one ten. Loud loud one ten to one nine. Deep at injury time, I think it was fifth minute when the Donegal robbed us. 
with a with a last second winner, the, the referee just blows it up down at the next puck out. And uh, it was harsh and loud. Andrew Macken got a goal in the second half as well to pull back one from Declan Coulter who got a goal early on. But the loud the, the loud team was a little bit changed. Uh, Robert Grace came in for Darren Gagan, normally the top scorer, and Grace kicked or oh, <laughs> he notched um, six frees, so he was probably justified for his decision there. Um, Paul McCormick, the loud manager, that was uh, he, he got he got they were five nil up loud and just. Only two points. Only went in two points up at half time. That was that kind of led to the downfall. So uh, condition is just not favourable to Loud. Although it was favourable to the Shielding Cup and the uh, the Kevin Mullen Shield, who there was fixtures on this weekend. A whole host of fixtures. So there's a uh, round three should be wrapped up, and I should have a full comprehensive list and probably a quarter final lineup by the end by the week's end, um, possibly in the. Uh, the dairy preview. You also have the groups for the championship was done last Thursday for the um, for the summer. Can't wait for the summer to get away from this cold and misery of February. Um, yeah, it's a couple of really good groups in senior. The, the green and white group. Um, you have the group of death with Cullen and the Blues and the Marys. Um, you have Wayne McCreever group with the O'Connells. The Joes and the Gales, and then you have the Dark Horses group. You have the the Dreadnoughts, the Moctis, and and the uh, Jocks. So, so that's a hell of a group. Um, and then the other group is the Green and White group, like I said, the Pats, the Jairs, and the Rallies. Um, and intermediate, then you have Hunterstown, the Docking Ironers face off each other again with Cooley in there. And then you have the same group as last year, the Plunkets, Clans, and Kilcarely. Then you have the Kevins, the Brides with New Boys Roach. And then you have the Glen Emmets and a repeat of the 2014 junior or intermediate final between the Feckins and the Sean O'Mahonies. And then down in junior, the Seans, Cahollin Gales and the Minion Rovers have a great chance of, of uh, getting to the quarterfinals. Then you have Glyde, Dowdleton and Lanlear in, another, in the other group. And then in Group 3, you have the Knicks, the Mitchells, and the Pearcey, and the Westerns, and a really tough group. And then Group 4, the um, Toker are the favourites, and they're in with the Malachis, the Bannon, and the Tones. So, there you are. That's the groups that was made on tours tonight. Um, thanks very much for listening. Um, I'm just thawing out, finally, after a, a savagely cold day in Drogheda. Um I'll be in Drogheda I'll be in uh, Derry next weekend and uh, stay tuned for the Blues podcast it should be released shortly and uh, just figuring out the right time to do it in, in amidst all the um, the loud stuff but um, yeah stay tuned there might be a preview on the Derry game as well but loads happening on Loud and Proud should get a bit, a little bit more consistent on your Monday inbox but subscribe to Loud and Proud on iTunes and Loud and Proud on SoundCloud Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Thank you very much. Good night.